So instead of you going after them, you essentially make yourself very findable for the right people. So Google yourself. You need to have a couple of pages of Google showing you that you exist, all with the correct message. Understanding how to kind of bring yourself out there into the world, that's when people reach out to you. Welcome to the Marketing Boost Solutions Podcast. Join host Marco Torres, co-founder of MarketingBoost.com, along with expert guests as they deliver incredible proven solutions to your marketing challenges in each power-packed episode. Captain Marco has guided thousands of entrepreneurs, growing their sales and marketing through the use of value-add incentives. His Facebook groups are home to more than 84,000 entrepreneurs who are raking in sales with his advice. Get ready to be blown away with game-changing lessons for your business. Welcome to another episode of the Marketing Boost Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Torres. And hey, you're in the right place today if you're hungry for a multi-six or seven-figure business. Two, if you're ready to leverage your badass inner magic into something really special. I'm excited for you today. Three, if you're eager to master the strategies, mindset, and energetics necessary for running a thriving soul-led business, then you're in the right place today. Get your, get your paper and pen out to take notes. Today, we have a very special guest, Eugenia Oganova. She's a business strategist, a marketing energetics coach with two decades of experience. She's also a uh, clairvoyant transession mentor, renowned internationally and self-made millionaire. Eugenia has been featured on Fox, NBC, CBS, USA Today, Brain Z, and over 100 other publications, specializing in empowering female coaches, personal transformation experts, and holistic professionals. Eugenia's unique approach combines this. This is very interesting to me. She combines a masculine linear strategy with feminine nonlinear energetics. Her methods have helped coaches increase their monthly income from 10K to over 100,000 without adding pressure, sacrificing personal needs, or burning out. In her uh, background, in her career, she burned out over three times until she figured out this magic to, to uh, now be able to help others do what she does. She guides them in attracting high-ticket clients through clear messaging, strategic alignment, and powerful energetics, eliminating the need to chase clients. Eugenia, say hello, please. Uh, I'm so glad to be here. This is going to be a really fun conversation. So thank you, Marco, for having me here. Oh, it's my pleasure as I've been uh, getting to know you via your uh, your site, your podcast, and looking at your background here. I'm excited to bring your expertise to our community. Um, Marketing Boost community, as I mentioned before, we went live recording. We're a group of entrepreneurs hungry for information from uh, experts like you. So tell us, uh, tell us about your early on. I mean, uh, you started very, very young as an entrepreneur. Tell us about that. Well, I have always known that I have a gift, the uh, clairvoyance. And that is one of those things that kind of like most people don't really get what it is, but in a practical sense, that's, that means I see timelines and possibilities and I see what's blocking somebody's path. I have no idea necessarily how I see it's not, um, you know, some 
thing like talking to me or anything it's just I look at a person I start talking with them and things kind of pop up in my mind they open up and um, I started sharing that pretty much from very early age so by the time I was 14 years old I already had paying clients so my business kind of started that way um, mostly it was about like life purpose and figuring out what's blocking them from doing something that they wanted but most of my clients had some sort of businesses and you know, I would hear things like, oh, thank you so much, Eugenia, for helping me with um, this this wording of my product, or um, it's sold so much more now because of like how you said to adjust it, or thank you so much for um, adjusting my view on this specific promotion, because now that I started doing it the way you said, it seems to be working like so much easier and better. So after a while, I kind of like, as I was growing up, I realized like, oh, I'm doing market positioning, I'm doing messaging, I'm doing like all these stuff that I didn't even know what the terms were. So of course, then I had to study business and other things to kind of back up what I know. <laughs> but um, it's always been easy for me to claim my worth, to claim my power and to um, attract money. So any business I've ever had, I made money. And it was very confusing why other people couldn't seem to figure that out. And I kind of like started studying that from very early age to try to figure out what is it that blocking somebody from saying correct things in the sales call, let's say? What is blocking somebody from promoting something in the way that people come to them? Why do they feel like they have to go chase after people? And the more I studied that, the more I understood that, oh, there are specific adjustments that need to be made within oneself. And that is kind of like where the beginning is of the proper process to then show up in a way that brings people to you. And I've always been interested in a larger sums of money as one type of a pay versus smaller. Like that's just my personality. I don't like the smaller fees. I like like anything I pay for, I pay in full. Like I am that kind of a person. So because of that, I naturally fit into the high ticket market. And a lot of my clients also became people who wanted to sell high ticket, but couldn't figure out how to do it. Like they could sell, let's say, $1,000 program or 2000 or maybe 3000 but couldn't figure out how to sell 10 so to me, that was like, oh, well, I can teach you that. Like, I, I know what, what needs to happen here, because to me, that was kind of self-explanatory. So anyway, I had to decode a lot of what I naturally do <laughs> to understand what would work for other people. And then that got translated eventually into what I call conscious future method, which is what I now teach my clients how to sell high ticket offers. Well, how to create them even in an aligned way, and then how to promote it properly and sell it. Eugenia, I always thought I was unique being a, starting as an entrepreneur at nine years old myself. And and by the age of 12, I'd built the biggest paper route that my newspaper, local newspaper had ever seen. I was featured on the front page of the newspaper. But I see you, by the time you were 14, you were already a business coach. That's pretty damn amazing, <laughs> I've got to say. Uh, Eugenia, by the way, if you're tuning in now, Eugenia, by the way, she has studied psychology. Uh, uh, Theo, Theo, I can't even say the darn word. The, uh, ancient history, healing techniques, biology, anatomy, uh, cos cosmology, quantum physics, business marketing, fine art, design, weaving, and seven years of music school, along with playing in the orchestra. She says an instrument that you've never heard of. What instrument was that, by the way? Domra. Domra, you're right. Never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you moved on and, and you started, tell us about the, the areas where you burned out in your career and figured out how to change that into something that you're now helping others 
do overcome that same thing where they're not over where they're not burning out and reaching those high ticket sales seven figure incomes yeah i started by kind of positioning my business or structuring it incorrectly for my soul design this is one of the things that i teach people is to understand their soul design by soul design i mean sort of like how you're made in this life we all made differently and a lot of the business strategies are sort of cookie cutter like oh just do this this is how the funnel works or this is how promotion works this is how sale works but it doesn't actually work the same way for different people even if it's the same strategy it feels completely different to different people so I kind of didn't know that about business structuring and uniqueness I've always been very conscious about uniqueness and actually beginning part of my businesses like from the early age was more about the consciousness and integrating conscious awareness of how you're living your life so that you're more aligned, more happy in, you know, what's happening and that you create less problems and clean up the, um, anything that you're carrying maybe from your past. So I understood that I want to help people and I was always in the way of helping people, but I'm very good at it. So I got myself booked for like a year ahead with one-off sessions. And that went on for years until I just couldn't do it anymore. So that was, first one then there was a second one of the same thing and by the third time I realized and somewhere in there I was traveling I had the travel company taking people over the world somewhere in there I was also teaching in all sorts of different places in the world like living in hotels and airplanes and I mean I've tried everything that there is of all sorts of different business strategies and it all seemed like I mean I wanted to help people I love my clients but it's like I couldn't maintain that <laughs> and uh I think I was at 200,000 at the time and I wanted to expand further but I couldn't figure out like how do I I can't work any harder <laughs> there's only a certain number of hours in a day so that's where I kind of stepped into this understanding that the business structure is incorrect for what I'm trying to do because the work I deliver is very deep but you know it's very hard to deliver something deep in a short appointment and if these appointments scheduled kind of like months apart I end up caring about this person I end up really investing sort of myself I don't forget about them because I know the next appointment is coming but I'm not getting paid for any of that <laughs> I'm just getting paid for the appointment and that's where I started to adjust how I work so I stopped doing one-off sessions I switched into doing higher ticket offers when it's a longer time program when we have some sort of a continuity and a process and then over the years of course the process evolved but that allowed me to have lesser number of clients because at some point I was like with 700 clients I mean it's insane so I brought it much further down to 20 something 30 something but much higher fees and that of course is now scalable so then I was able to scale that and when I adjusted that there was so much spaciousness there was so much um room for me to experiment to help my client from many different angles because I wasn't so stressed and you know we only had like certain amount of time because we have a lot of time in a longer contract so that was the main adjustment and what I teach my clients now is kind of like that that's my niche is a lot of the people who I work with they come to me busy and kind of frantically posting on social media trying to get clients and um, maybe they don't even do social media they just do referrals but they're so busy with these one-off sessions and constantly every month doing a course or something new freebie every week to try to get more leads on their list like it's this kind of a mm, no strategy or something that they think is a strategy which isn't and it's just kind of a messy 
stressful, pressurized environment that they ambitious enough to understand they want to go further and they want to help people deeper, but they can't with that structure. And that's I recognize that because I've been there. So uh, those are the kind of strategies that I apply then to like, okay, let's figure out what are you actually bringing to the marketplace instead of all the stuff that you have learned and now trying to regurgitate. And what is this unique thing that's yours? And then based on your design in this lifetime, what is it that would be the strategy that fits you the best? So that instead of doing 200 things, you only do like three things, but you do the right things. So businesses work either way. Like I'm not one of those coaches that tells you just like, I don't know, sit there and somehow, I don't know, wish and it will happen. No, you got to do the work and a lot of work at the beginning, especially. But you got to do the right work that actually kind of like builds on one another and all roads lead to something versus a lot of frantic effort that doesn't go anywhere. Um, so that's that's the adjustment. Now, your expertise is mostly in coaching business coaches or or lifestyle coaches or what have you of that nature from what i understand uh spiritual coaches and but uh in a lot of our community we've got a lot of business coaches in our community that use marketing boost incentives occasionally to help uh acquire more clients or generate leads etc but uh i would imagine the i'm guessing here but many of our members are uh, either lows, either still trying to hit that first hundred thousand dollars in annual revenue or in the low six figures, haven't quite broken, you know, a million dollars a year and uh, aspire to do so. But if they're in the low or, or not even hit a hundred thousand yet, you know, what would be some of the first steps that uh, you would recommend that someone in that space start doing to improve their, their strategy, improve their efforts? Get clear on your market positioning, because for most coaches, that's one thing that completely not set up correctly. So that's why it's not scalable. And that's why it's so hard to get to even first 100K. Um, by market positioning, I mean something a little bit probably different than a traditional kind of a businessy way, because even a business coach, most of the time, what people do is they go somewhere, they get a certification, they now say like, okay, I am this, I'm a business coach, I'm a life coach, I'm a whatever, I have a certified with some letters, I do breath work, or I do something. And that is not a market positioning. But when you try to sell that, you're going to get some clients, yes. And you probably can sort of claw your way to uh, six figures. But it's not something you can take any further because it's not based on you. It's based on stuff that you have learned. And then you're actually doing you somewhere behind the scenes, but that's not positioned in the marketplace correctly. So I would start from understand what is your soul design, as in how are you built? I mean, if somebody works with me, I can obviously help them with that. But if they don't work with me, just like make a list as to like, what are you naturally love and what do you naturally don't like take a page, divide in half <laughs> and write down like I hate networking, but I love, you know, talking with people on Zoom. I, you know, really, you know, don't like, let's say, working in large groups. I prefer, you know, being with person one on one and so on. Just kind of like figure out in you, like, give yourself permission to be honest with yourself instead of kind of getting stuck in this, well, I was told by a coach or by the system I've learned that this is how I'm supposed to do it. But forget all that. Just write down what actually you like and when you don't. And if you're really honest with yourself, then some patterns will begin to emerge. You'll start to see what naturally goes for you. Like for me, I'll give you an example, was networking versus presentation. I 
suck at networking. It's life-sucking, soul-sucking. It's horrible. I, I hate it. It literally costs me so much effort. That's why I cannot do also like messaging, you know, when people like chat on Messenger or something, I cannot even do small talk. Like I'm not that person. But put me on stage or put me somewhere when I'm presenting, I'm awesome. So that's probably not typical, but that's me. So I've learned that if I try to do any kind of a strategy that involved networking, I would feel exhausted. I would feel like I'm dying. I start to hate my business. If I do something where I'm invited to speak at places or where I do some sort of presentations within my community, that seems to naturally bring in more people. So it's like, oh, my essence shows up where I'm not in this pressurized, exhausted place because it's natural for me, but it doesn't show up in other places. So then it, it just doesn't work. Even if I supposedly do the right thing and say the right words, the energy, the, the essence of me is not in there. That's why you want to first figure out what is your design. And once you see which pattern emerges in there, then you need to ask yourself, what is my natural expertise? Not the skill you have learned, because we all have many skills, <laughs> you know, like I've studied, I don't even know how many degrees, but it's like, what is the thing that's actually yours? You know, like my thing is out of many things, I can pick one that is the right one for the client. I can make any chaos simplified immediately. I know how to make very complex world kind of collapse potential of that into one timeline that's the most beneficial. I don't know how I know, but I know. So that's kind of what you want to look for. Like maybe you're the type of person that people naturally tell secrets and you just, you don't do anything for it, but people always like tell you secrets versus somebody else. Maybe you're somebody that people feel comforted in your space. Like they call you and say like, oh, can I come over? I just want to sit in your kitchen. Like, I don't care even if you talk to me. It's just like, I always feel so much better when I'm around you and so on. Like we all have those weird kind of things that we might not even notice because we don't think of this as an expertise for business, but you want to find out what that is for you. And whatever that natural thing is, that is linked to whatever your skill is. And together, that becomes your correct market positioning. And from that, you can scale to whatever with ease. <laughs> and I guess that's what you're referring to a little bit when you talk about your soul design profit potential. In other words, finding out what's in your soul and in designing your profit potential. Am I uh, kind of gathering that right? Or Sort of. I mean, the soul design, the reason I'm using the word soul in there is because it's not something that comes from our personality that's acquired by genetics or by like programming from our parents or school or society. It's something that sort of like come from the other side, whatever you want to call it, God, universe, like beyond. So when we come in, we bring something, I call it soul. And that something is already has a talent or a gift. Nobody comes here without a gift, like universe is very efficient place. <laughs> we all have something to offer humanity, but we then discard it because maybe when we were little, it wasn't acknowledged. Maybe you were very bright and loud when you were a child and you were judged for that. You're too much. What's wrong with you? Why are you always, you know, trying to take the stage, whatever. So then that person suppresses that. But actually that was their sole expertise. They meant to be the leader that riles up the people to make something happen. But that got suppressed through their conditioning of how they were brought up, let's say. So that's kind of where you need to clear out a lot of times layers. That's part of like what I do with my clients a lot is just shedding layers of conditioning that's been put on top of you to find who you really are underneath that. What is the natural innate um, qualities? Like I've always known answers. You know, I, I always answered 
things. Even when nobody directly asked me, they might have asked somebody else, but I've always answered. And I was judged for that. I was, you know, said like, you know, shut up. Like, who are you to, to always know something, especially when you're like five or something years old. But I did. And I was able to not suppress that. And now, you know, I build my whole business on the fact that I know answers somehow. So it's like, letting yourself trust that there is something in there and it just takes some work to figure out that thing a little bit and then from there of course the traditional business strategy too so you're balancing out this soul design expertise into make potential profit by applying specific um, business strategy marketing strategy and so on that are appropriate for you like for me the networking strategy would not be appropriate because i'm more of a leader kind of a ruler type like i go out there and i i need to shine and if i do that uh in a group where there are a lot of other people i tend to take over so i've learned to energetically not by choice so i tend to kind of like shrink myself in order not to like offend other people because my energy is a lot and why would I want to do that for a living? Like, I don't want to shrink myself or like every day. That doesn't feel good. So because of that, I realized that, okay, I need to be somewhere where if I'm doing something, I'm in control of the space energetically versus, let's say, a panel of speakers, right, where everybody needs to kind of have equal space. I can do it if need be, but it's hard for my system. And we all have something like that. Like, we can do a lot of things, but... Uh, does it fit you? <laughs> does it feel good? Because if it doesn't feel good, you need to really ask yourself, does it not feel good because I have issues about it? Like, let's say going on video feels bad. Well, is it because you just kind of bet on video or is it because you have hangups about how you look? Because if that, well, then you got to clean them up and then see if you're good in bed or bad on video. Versus somebody who kind of like me saying like networking, I literally, I would go to a, a networking event and afterwards we'll have to like sleep for a day, like as if I was sick or something, I was processing it because my, it's like a toxicity from people, even though they're nothing bad happened. So I knew that that was not like something I could do. Even on the events where I would be in person, like in hotels teaching, you know how after events, people always want to like chat with the person that was after and I, I can't do it. Like my, my system would be exhausted if I tried. So I learned that I had to create specific spaces where I'm in control because that's my design. I have to be in control of the space and then we can do Q and A or something. And then I have to leave. <laughs> So right. I cannot hang out with them. So that's little pieces that we kind of like get to know about ourselves when we expand our business. And the more we do that, the more profit potential we make a reality. Eugenia, we'll be right back. We're going to hear from our sponsor less than 30 seconds. And I've got amazing questions for you coming up next. Don't go away. It's time to wow, surprise, and impress your clients with the most powerful customer draw card available anywhere. The Marketing Boost Solution Show is brought to you by Marketing Boost, where you can get valuable travel and restaurant incentives to drive your leads from prospects to paying customers. Now you can offer complimentary hotel stays in over 130 destinations worldwide. Go to marketingboostsolutions.com and try it for free right now. Welcome back to our episode of the Marketing Boost Solutions Podcast. I'm here with Eugenia, and we're talking about building a huge, successful coaching business, how to get, how to scale and get to seven figures with that and create your, your true uh, calling as a business coach. 
Uh, now, you've achieved a lot of your success and coached many others to be successful without resorting to the usual the usual suspects that everybody's doing, as in massive, you know, having a need or, or help us overcome these myths of not having a, a need, for example, for a huge following on Facebook, not churning through endless new offers and keep spinning out new offers and promos every 30 days or what have you. Uh, launching courses nonstop or uh, pricey ads, you know, give us a, what would we do if we're not doing some of these basics that everybody seems to be doing following the, uh, the, the cookie cutter models out there? Well, those basics that you just named are based on the concept that you always need to bring in more leads. That's it. That, that just focuses on the leads. And I switched the focus. The focus is now becomes on what is your gift? Who is this gift for? Let's talk only to that specific person. And then let's make that a high ticket offer. So we talk not just to that person, but the premium level of that type of psychographic. And then within that, let's figure out a specific ways where that type of a psychographic person hangs out. That's where we're then going to go. So instead of kind of this massive effort for everybody, kind of like a big fishnet trying to get every fish, we have like a frequency that vibrates to attract the specific fish. <laughs> so we then do specific things from presentation as to how you talk about what you do, where you post your content, and then um, what do you need to say in order to get these people to respond. Like one of the biggest misconceptions is that, you know, high ticket clients hang out somewhere and you got to go and find them when actually that's what stops a lot of people from even understanding that they could have a high ticket business. Not every single person I think can have a high ticket business. I think it takes a certain personality to do that because you have to really be unique. You have to really own your power. You have to really have an offer that changes lives. So to me, high ticket offer, it's not just like a $500 offer and you add a zero and now it's 5,000 and yay, it's high ticket offer. Like, no, that's just an overpriced offer. Um, to me, high ticket is actually higher ticket offer, like it's premium level offer. So what you offer must be a really life-changing thing. And the the more life-changing it is, the higher is the price. Let's just say that. So like I have some offers that are 100,000. So that's a much bigger transformation versus let's say some offers that like 10,000. That's a more specific, smaller transformation. But for somebody who's still selling, let's say, $1,000 offer, you need to look at like what kind of a transformation and to for whom can you offer that would be worth $10,000. And I always kind of like overshoot. So if you want to sell $10,000 offer, the transformation should be $100K. If you want to sell $20,000 offer, transformation should be 200 k worse, you know, sort of in a bigger sense. So that way you feel like it's a bargain to, to sell them this because you know how much value you're actually delivering. That's the part that makes it easy. And that's where you stop talking to the wrong people because lower level client is the one that's attracted to $47 course to a little freebie that comes up. And there are a lot of people who just want free stuff. They don't want to actually solve their problem because their whole identity is attached to that problem. <laughs> they just want to talk about that problem. Um, there are also a lot of people who are not ready for uh, like accountability and self-responsibility that it takes to be in the premium container. 
they just want somebody to hold their hand and just tell them it's all going to be okay, which is fine. And that's definitely work to do, but that's a work of thousand, two thousand dollar kind of a course. But if we're talking about somebody who's like, okay, I've already read all the books. I already get the thing. I know what my problem is. I've been in therapy or whatever. Like I understand this stuff. I know about me. I know my, you know, positives, negatives. Like I got all of that and I've done my work and I've improved but I want to go further. I know that there's still some things that are kind of in the way, like at this point, I need an expert. I need somebody who can take me further because I'm bumping into something very specific. These are educated buyers. Those are not the people who are at the place where like, I don't know anything, tell me about it. Like, oh, and I'm going to like sit through a course that's going to tell me how it works. It's like, they already know how it works. They don't need that. They actually don't want a course. They don't want education. They want transformation. And they're ready for it and they're willing to do the work. They just want somebody who knows how to do it to help them do so. <laughs> so that's a premium level client. And when we, like when I work with my clients, we find who these types of people are. Like when you come in, you bring a specific gift. So let's call the gift of frequency, like a vibration that you're bringing. Well, somebody somewhere wants and needs that vibration. If you're not vibrating as whatever this thing you brought, in other words, it's not showing up in your content. You're not speaking about it. It's not written about it. And the only thing you speak and write about is like, I sell this program, buy my stuff and it's good and it's going to help you. But you're not having that right frequency in there. Then the people who are looking for that frequency, they cannot find you. They don't know you exist. And you become like best kept secret. So being able to correctly sort of position yourself and then utilize that in your content and do so in a very specific way that connects with the types of people who you're meant to deliver that gift to, like who actually needs this work. Those are the people who then come to you. So instead of you going after them, you essentially make yourself very findable for the right people. So one of the things I always tell people, like Google yourself. You know, if you don't show up or if you show up as just like your website and your profile on LinkedIn and Facebook or something that you're not findable, like you need to have a couple of pages of Google showing you that you exist all with the correct message. So understanding how to kind of bring yourself out there into the world to be findable for your specific client and the more specific you are, the more um, ease you're going to have. That's when people reach out to you. And then as long as you have your backend operations clear so you have some automations or you have some systems as to how people can come in and what happens with them so they get nurtured and don't fall through the cracks and whatever that's where you actually don't have to do new program all the time or launching all the time or all this stuff that kind of like traditionally people told to do absolutely by the way if you're not automated uh, if you don't have a proper crm system that's that's uh, capturing your leads, e setting up automation with email, texting, follow-up to nurture prospects to leads, then you need Automation Booster. We provide that as well. So let's hear from Automation Booster and we'll be right back. Is your business on autopilot yet? Do you have automation in place to capture, nurture, and convert prospects into clients via email, SMS, ringless voicemails, appointment setting? Get all the inbound and outbound marketing tools in one place. Go to marketingboostsolutions.com for more on automating your business so you can make money while you sleep. You just heard from Automation Booster and how to build your business on autopilot so that once you capture the lead in whatever it is you do to generate leads, 
You can then be following up with them on autopilot. You can have a means to communicate all in one place. There's nothing I've never, in all of my years of marketing, and I've been an online marketer since 1996, I've never seen anything that's so complete as Automation Booster, especially for the price. So check it out, automationbooster.com. Uh, Eugenia, we're back with you talking about how to build that successful coaching business to uh, six and seven figures. Uh, tell me more about that strategy, the uh, the the masculine electric yang strategy in action, and then paired with the feminine magnetic yin, nonlinear quantum creation. That really has got me uh, uh, twisted in my mind trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, usually people kind of do one or the other, depending on the person. So um, the way I do it is I put them together. So I'll explain that so you all kind of understand. The linear strategy, that's like, think of it in a line. So step-by-step -step processes, systems, like all of that, that's masculine, that's yang. So the, this is like directional stuff, goal setting, like everything in that direction. Um, that's kind of what business is. <laughs> so right. anything we do in business, it's systems, operations, structure of how you like deliver something, scheduling, like all that stuff. That's the traditional masculine strategy. And the other side, it's um, nonlinear creation as in utilizing frequencies. So this is where we're talking about showing up in a specific energy. So think of it like a method actor, you know, when they embody a role, right? And they kind of like have to feel the feelings of that role. That's what makes the movie really good because you feel that person. They're not just pretending to have the feelings of the character that they're playing. They actually kind of feeling the feelings. So that level of embodiment of the frequency so that you're actually starting to experience it in your body, in your personality, in your energy. That's energetics to the level that you know we're talking about. So when you are at that place, that's where you are able to bring through something that is not linear language anymore. It's like the energy behind your words. So you know how some people, when um, they speak, it feels almost like intoxicating, like magnetic, attractive. You just like want to keep listening to this person. And other people might be saying all the same thing. And you're like, I just can't listen to this person. Like it, it's just too tight. <laughs> you know, something feels like too rough or too tight. So that's energetics, it's ability to figure out what is your future identity, as in how you want your life to be, and then step into that ahead of time. So let's say you want to have your business, like right now it's not at 100K, you want it to be at 100K. So maybe you're like 20,000 off or something like that. Okay, so envision what you at 100K looks like, feels like, what is he or she doing? How is that person thinking, uh, feeling, what is their behavior? Uh, what clothes are they wearing? Are they still wearing the same thing? Well, 20,000 might be, but if you imagine yourself with a million, maybe not. So kind of like, it's like a little game. We got to let ourselves play to do this correctly, but we get out of that whole mental, let me strategize thing. And we like go into play mode into like, okay, if I already was there, what would I be like? How would it feel? What would be my experience of life? And then from that place, what would be my inner response to, let's say, posting this or sending this email or talking to this person? Like, let's say maybe when you are at your future, you uh, on a sales call, you're not attached if this person buys or not. You're just kind of open to actually being curious about 
this person and that's that's that you just go through your pathway of guiding them to understand your offer and if they want to buy they buy if they don't want to buy they don't buy versus let's say now maybe you have a lot of pressure on having to convince this person to purchase so that makes a difference that's the energetics so it's combining this sort of a play mode of embodying correct frequencies and emotions and everything that uh, imbues certain uh, flavor into the strategy which is the linear and the masculine sort of a side of business and then we're looking at we're looking at your website now mm -hmm. eugenia oganova uh, com. you can see it up here the links are down below in the notes below folks so click below to find your way here and uh you know she talks about here you're born to lead uh she's been you know seen and on fox and cbs nbc digital X, digital journal um tell me about here right you know leverage your inner i guess that's what we're talking about here is that energy from your inner magic to uh once you find that inner magic and you have that feminine that what you refer to as the feminine side in in, in projecting that energy that's unique to you versus just going through uh kind of all the, the as you referred to I, I like that breaking it out that way that the male the version where you're okay you got all the basics you've got the processes you've got the the uh systems in place or email texting landing pages website uh you've got your you know your ad campaigns but who's the personality where's the real energy coming from in your business and i guess that's what you are the expert at helping helping people define develop and project if i follow you correctly is that right yeah and that actually adjusts a little bit a lot of those email campaigns and ads and you know the copy because you're bringing a little bit more of your actual personality in there and um leverage your uniqueness that's actually bringing through that soul design and the components of your soul expertise that's the book that's going to be coming out very soon so probably the beginning of um 2024 um that is about that very thing about my conscious future method and about how to leverage that badass in our magic to actually scale to multi-six and seven figures. Yeah, I, meant, I forgot to mention, you are a uh, author of several books so far. Mm -hmm. um, and so you have a book coming out. When is that book expected to come out? Your new conscious, uh, looking at here, your conscious future. Is yeah, conscious the... future method, that's what I do. And the book is essentially explaining that methodology and how you can apply this onto your business and utilize this something unique thing about you into sort of your marketing, into your presence, into your business strategies and get your business to scale. That's going to be December, January, so either this year or beginning of next year. Cool. And so this whole, the, the conscious method is... Uh something you offer in four months to up-level, you know, define your message, up-level your offer and pricing, set a clear path and sustainable growth to reach that six and seven figures. Um, so what do you mean by pre-sold high-ticket clients? When you market correctly, then the people who come to your sales calls are already pre-sold. They they kind of want to work with you. They already get you. They love you. They trust you. They think you're the coach for them. They just want to work out the details. Versus when you get people on the calls that 
kind of like, who are you? What do you do? And I don't even know if I trust you and will it work for me and millions of other objections. Like I very rarely hear any objections and so are my clients because we do this correctly. So my conscious future method is what allows you to create your future consciously. <laughs> so you actually, uh, you know, kind of like create positive control of your environment this way, not being controlling, but like you're in control of your life this way because you are bringing through the feminine side, the energetics of your future self and the masculine side of the correct business strategy and marketing. And you're blending them together in order to create the thing that you want. So this allows you to actually um, experience your world uh, correctly with ease. And sustainability is very important to me. This is like one of the things that I know all my clients always asking for, because like, we know how to work hard and claw our way to a certain amount of income. But how do you do this without having to kill yourself in the process? Because if it's already really hard and you're barely at 100K, that's not possible to scale. You can't work more than what you're already working if you're at that level. So sustainability occurs when you are able to shift into a different perspective on your business. When instead of, you know, you're sort of like constantly working in it and giving it your energy, it starts to give you energy. So the way that I teach business is where you essentially are the broadcasting station. So think of yourself as like a radio station and there's energy that goes away from you and it magnetizes to you correct people. So your actions are not focused anymore on going after something because that's a scarcity mentality because that implies you don't have it and you're going to go after it. But instead on amplifying more of what is, which means we first have to figure out what is. So tell us where folks, uh, we're looking at your page right now, but tell us where they can find you and get your free no cost webinar. Yeah, this is the, like what you're looking at right now. This is the soulstrategywebinar.com. That's the link. Um, that will allow you to see this training, how coaches get to sustainable 10,000 months and more and find high ticket clients who are ready to pay them 5,000 per offer or more. Um, I explain the methodology. I explain what needs to be adjusted in much more detail that I'm able to talk about here. And I'll give you the examples as well. So you can see from my clients. So maybe you can see yourself in some of the people so that it can um, help you understand how that applies onto your business. And it's a free training. So go check it out. Soulstrategywebinar.com. Soulstrategywebinar.com. The links to that are down below in the, uh, in the notes below on either the podcast or the YouTube channel. By the way, if you've liked the content we've brought you today, we'd really appreciate it if you would uh, like share, subscribe, and comment in the comments below. Uh, give us your thoughts on this episode and share that with others. Uh, Eugenia, tell us, uh, give us some more, you know, final thoughts on inspiring others. I mean, your story is pretty inspirational. Starting young at 14 years old, uh, actually having paid clients by the time you were 14, rather, and uh, uh, going on to build a big business, burn out three different times until you figured out your magic to be able to help people, empower people, but not as many. In other words, you'd focus on fewer, but for more money, from what I understood. And uh, and that's what you train others to do, find your magic. What have you got to, you know, give us some final words of wisdom here to uh, inspire others to be like you. 
Well, don't give up on your dream, first of all, because that's, I know it sounds kind of corny, but it's still a really good advice because a lot of times what people don't realize about like the quantum creation part, because they don't know it, they think that if they have some idea, like, oh, I can see my business doing this, or maybe you can see yourself like speaking at some stage or being at some event or like having your product of your product-based business at a specific placement. And you had that like a vision, like a snapshot sort of in your mind, and then you dismissed it. Because you said, well, that's not possible. Well, like, who am I? Or like, well, that's too far. Like, yeah, that doesn't happen to people like me. Don't do that. Because if you had that vision or that idea, that means something in the universe vibrated with you in that moment to create a synchronicity. So that means it's possible for you. It's possible for you in this lifetime. It's possible for you like literally soon. So then the better question would be, okay, I had this totally crazy idea about this thing that I have no clue how to get to, but I'm going to, from now on, start every day or go to bed every night asking like, okay, please, universe, God, whatever you have out there, nature, uh, show me, show me how, give me steps. That does not mean they're going to be linear. It could be that you have intuition to reach out to this person. And you have no idea why, and this person kind of like not directly linked to the idea you had, but that person you talk to happened to know somebody who's the influencer who's totally going to get you there and so on. So kind of like trusting this nonlinear map of synchronicity, but to do that, you have to be open to the fact that it exists. And I totally can testify it exists like this. I live my whole life like that. And most of my clients are. So that means trust that if you have a vision, it's meant for you and then allow life to show you how to get there you know that brought up another question that i might as well ask rather than wrapping up um what about the imposter syndrome in other words i think that i'm guessing i'm not a business coach and i haven't uh and i've thought about it you know my wife's always telling me you should be a business coach and charge a bundle to help people build their business that's what i do every day without charging for it with our our community our podcast and so on but um you know, when you think about charging people five, ten, twenty, hundred thousand dollars for hiring you as a business coach and so forth, there's that part of you that I imagine many people feel. I know it's crossed my mind, and that do I really have that much value to have a little bit of that imposter syndrome? Do I really? Am I really, you know, worth a hundred thousand dollars in business coaching, or is my is my training, my coach, my coaching really worth 10, 20, 30,000 dollars for you know four months, six months? So how do you overcome that to believe There's in yourself? So enough? so many things wrapped up in that question. First of all, imposter syndrome is just insecurity and not claiming your value. So I would say do some internal work of ownership of who you really are. Second, you're not alone. There's a whole universe with you. So when we deliver something at the higher price, we deliver. Uh, not just something that we just got trained in. It's a kind of like a collaboration with another person, which means it's a little arrogant to think that you're the one that's just getting paid for your work. At that place, you're getting paid for holding a specific environment, frequency in my wording, to help your client to have their own ideas and to be inspired and make their own steps. So it's like in a lower level of business, we're doing the work for them, kind of like done for you type of stuff. We're done with you a little bit. But when you get in a higher level of business, those people don't want you to do it for them in that sense. I mean, unless you're an agency and you're literally just filling in something like building a funnel. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about coaching. So if you're in the coaching level, 
your coaching is about your expertise in seeing how to course correct your client, but it also implies that at that level, your client is a force of nature. <laughs> it's a powerful individual who's doing something. And when somebody is in motion, you are course correcting them. So that ability comes obviously with, you know, your own understanding of what you can do, but you're not alone in this. A lot of it has to do with the alignment between you and the client and between you and the type of a transformation you are capable of delivering because we are responsible for the methodology through which we're guiding our client. That's completely on us. And you have to own that very clearly and know that this can create the result that you're claiming it can the rest of it is actually the client is the one that has to walk the path. You can't walk it for them. So understanding that kind of like, you know, you can say, well, God works with me through this process. Uh, for me, I can say that sometimes like people ask me something and it's like the answer goes through me. I didn't come up with it mentally. So you can call it, I don't know, channeled or something like, I don't know. I don't think like I'm channeling some being, but it's kind of it comes from somewhere else. It's not my mental thinking that arrived at the answer. And that's what starts to happen at the level where we are not just like brainstorming mentally, something else comes through you. And the more you're allowing that to do, the more um, you're actually trusting the process. So when somebody's in the imposter syndrome, it's just they didn't realize yet that what they're delivering is... Mm, something that is expertise. And if they are trying to deliver on a skill, that's why they would have imposter syndrome. Because skill means I went to school, I studied this, I now know how to do it. And then I don't know if I can do it that well. I don't know if I can charge that much for that thing. But if it's a sole expertise, how can you not? It's like given to you by the universe. It's already there. So mm -hmm. that kind of like has eternal value. You can't even put a price tag on it. So understanding that internal dynamics, and one more thing I'm going to throw into this is there is no such thing as expensive. That's actually a misconception because human beings tend to live in this linear, narrow box, and we say, this is cheap, this is expensive. But you know, for somebody, a uh, car at 26,000 is cheap, for somebody else it's expensive, for somebody house at a million dollars is cheap, for somebody it's expensive. So there is no such thing as cheap or expensive. There's just aligned or not aligned. So if the pricing is aligned, you feel like, of course, like it's totally natural. It makes, it's like no problem. It's just, of course, versus, oh, I have to like work really hard. And if you have to work that hard, then probably it's not aligned. You need to do some inner work first to get to the place where you feel in integrity. You can say that, but that's part of like why people come to me is because I help them understand what is aligned for them. For somebody, it might be aligned to sell their first $5,000 offer. And that's great. That's already stretching. And for somebody else, it could be 25,000 or 50,000 because that's like normal for them. They can hold that. So we, in my terminology, we call it wealth container, how, how much capacity of holding wealth you have. And that needs to be expanded throughout your life if you want to expand your business. We're back one more time looking at her <laughs> website, folks. Uh, EugeniaOganova.com. Uh, find your way there. Check it out. Go down to the bottom of that page as well. It's in the notes below. And there's a link here to get access to her free uh, on-demand webinar here. No-cost webinar training. So just click there to sign up for that and learn how to get your first 5K offers or 10K offers and make that sustainable on a monthly basis. Uh, again, if you like the content we brought you, folks, please click like, share, and subscribe. Tell others about the Marketing Boost Solutions podcast. And don't forget to go sign up for your free webinar from Eugenia. 
Uh, thank you, folks, very much. And stay tuned to the next episode. Go now. Check it out. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Marketing Booth Solutions Podcast with your hosts, Captain Marco Torres. Now it's on you. Take the next step now. Go to marketingboothsolutions.com for more on how you can wow, delight, and surprise your clients with the most amazing draw card on the planet. So stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty for knowledge. See you next time.